What's happening, man? The Fishinado Reed here, one half of the Risk Appetite Podcast crew. If you like the music that you hear at the beginning of every episode and throughout each and every episode, stop what you're doing right now and go follow my boy Bachelor on Instagram at t.bradley, all right? Once you get to his page, man, just simply click the bstars.com link in his bio, and there you can find everything from R&B to trap to drill music, you name it, man. Bachelor has your sound covered, all right? Let's say you're working on a mixtape, an album, or maybe you just want to put out a new single to test the waters. Bachelor has you covered. Let's say you're working on a movie, a podcast, or maybe a show and you just need some background music for that as well. Bachelor has you covered. Also, if you shop with Bachelor today at checkout, if you put in Risk App as a promo code, you will save an additional 10% off, all right? That is promo code Risk App for an additional 10% off your purchase from Bachelor and his BeatStars.com store today. We look forward to hearing your collaboration with Bachelor, man. Shouts out to my boy again. And without further ado, man, let's get back to the show. What's happening, man? Welcome to another episode of Risk Appetite. I am aficionado Reed, man. And to my far right, I got homeboy Dom, bro. We in the building, man. We sounding yeah. real big today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. microphone in the middle. Yeah, before we go any further, man, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, our resident flavor profile expert, my boy Shamari Debar here working, his, doing his thing. And everybody listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube. Also, stay tuned for our Patreon, man. We're going to offer you guys exclusive behind-the-scenes footage, uh, relevant courses to, to uh, discuss each week, and exclusive content opportunities for, to interact with us and uh, other guests at Risk Appetite, all right? Uh, so please continue to like, share, and subscribe to our content. And remember always, we appreciate you and your feedback, you guys. All right, let's get into today's show, man. You want to introduce the guest now? I don't know if we need an introduction for this guy, man. It's uh, I've seen him. Y'all seen him. I've seen him every night on my Instagram. Um, if you're in the fashion scene and you don't know who this guy is, you're not in the fashion scene. You're not a part of the fashion scene if you don't know who this man is sitting to the left of me. Shout out to my man Justin Phillips, man. I appreciate it. Justin Phillips man. in the building. Yeah, hey, what's going on? Appreciate y'all for inviting me on, bro. Hey man, appreciate, appreciate you for being here, bro. Yeah, 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 man. It's all love. It's a Saturday, man. And you and we got we got Justin Phillips with it's us. It's a man. Saturday, bro. It's a good Saturday, man. So yeah. uh, we talked a little bit about what the show is and what we do here uh, at Risk Appetite, um, and we always like to just start with like the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The sauce is just like, what's that game you're gonna be able to give today? Oh, I see. So like, what's that? You don't got to get go into detail yeah, with it, yeah. but just what's that sauce that you think you're going to be able to give them today? Man, I think the sauce is really just going to be a few things, you know. One, I, I, I'm i all about the tactics. So, like, what's the tangible result that I can give to somebody? Or what is the thing that I did that I can teach you exactly what it was? And that's, like, paid ads, influencer marketing, grassroots marketing, um, just scaling your business in general. And then also, like, the mindset behind it because we can't implement these tactics until we get our mind right first. So I think more so just all of the tactics that we did to scale our business, how to get your mindset right to do it first off, and then after that, just scaling up from there. Super dope, super, super dope. dope. Super dope, <laughs> man. So we giving a lot of sauce. Giving uh, a lot man. of sauce away We ain't holding nothing back. And that's our whole thing, man. That's our whole thing. Uh, we just trying to figure out like a lot of people try to hold on to that like people think it's like it's gonna hurt your business by helping somebody else Man. like it's gonna 
tear you down. But the more you give out the sauce, I think the better, the better you. It's a terrible mindset to have. It's not a zero sum game. Like, and the thing is, I think that when people don't give away the sauce, you aren't good enough at acquiring it. So yeah. it's like I'm in a place where it's like I, my mindset is so abundant. I can give away everything I learn as I learn it because I'm learning so much. So even though I might learn something yesterday, teach somebody today, I learned something else today that they don't know about. So I can always teach and give back. That's hard. I like what you said too. My mind is so abundant. Yeah. My thought is so abundant. I have plenty to give. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. hard, man. And you always want to be growing. You always want to grow. You know what I'm saying? Learn something new every day, man. So if you learn something new, me personally, when I learn stuff, I like to go out and teach it because that doubles down on my knowledge. You have to, bro, because you, I, I think I read an article somewhere. It's like you forget 50% of the things that you don't teach as you learn them. So it's like, I need to, one, I'm selfishly teaching just so I can remember the things that I just learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we do here from time to time, we like to go backwards. So we're going to highlight some of the things in uh, more recent endeavors that you have. And then we want you to tell us how you went from A to Z. Okay. But that's cool with you, all right? Yeah, um, so offhand, some of the endeavors that you have might be, for example, um, HBCU night. Yeah, yeah. At the Brave Stadium, at Truman's Park, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty dope, man. How did that How did that come about, man? Man, I'm trying to think how that happened. It's, it's really interesting because it's a long line of things that lined up for that to happen. Yeah. So, um, but it's funny because... I had a, um, there was like a, me and my friends met up at the crib the other day, and there was like, one of them started to make a toast, and they're like, all right, we're going to celebrate tonight, and he was looking at my other friend, like, we're going to celebrate tonight, you know, we got to make sure that we celebrate for this person, we're going to celebrate for Justin, he turned around and pointed at me, <laughs> yeah. he was like, man, this guy, he won't celebrate anything, bro, but he just sold out the Brave Stadium, HBCU night went successful, blah, 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 so it was funny because when we went to the Braves, uh, or to HBCU night, we met the president of the Braves, and he was like, wow. he was like, man, y'all sold it out, bro, because they were selling tickets but the t- you had to buy a t-shirt to get a ticket or whatever like so, a bundle deal like yeah, a package so like, it was like That's a bundle hard. so we ended up selling they only put 2000 out and we sold all 2000 and then they were like we should have sold more. We feel like we could have sold. They three. undersold. They, they sold. undersold. They, they didn't know who you were. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't know who. They didn't know. There was so they much that went into it. But so to get there, um, I think that that opportunity came from doing the stuff with Chris Paul in the NBA. So like since we had locked, they want to catch ahead. Yeah. So since we locked in with the NBA, then they came. And We're MLB. locked in with the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> like did y'all hear that? That's Nobody. Hard. Do you hoop at all? Have you ever hooped, man? Yeah, I'm going through an injury right now. Okay, man. okay. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's crazy that you say about HBCU night because I thought I was like, I thought I was gonna be cool and like, hey, bro. I was gonna like text you like, hey, bro. And they having an HBCU night yeah. at uh, the Braves Stadium, bro. Y'all might want to. I'm thinking I'm gonna try to be every game, but I go to like, I'm going to buy a ticket online. So I go to buy a ticket online. Yeah. And as soon as you go to the Braves website, support black colleges. Yeah. Church, bro, I'm like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell him about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep that one to myself. <laughs> I think he gonna hold on to that one. But um, yeah. that's just super dope. So this is like the advertising. You know what I'm saying? This is the yeah. advertising. You telling people where you at right now? Right, like okay. to say you at the HBCU level. Uh huh. So let's fast forward back. Okay. Uh, your core. Yeah. Uh, y'all did. I know the backstory a little bit okay. as far as like y'all going to school together. Right. What school was it? Howard University. Howard, Howard. University. So uh-huh. you. So you was already smart. I guess you could say that. So you was already smart because everybody ain't getting it, Howard. That's a fact. Yeah, I, I I was a good student, but I was like, um, I got like a three point eight GPA when I graduated. But I was like that kid that was like college. No, no, no. Oh, college. I did like three point two. Okay. Um, high school, I graduated three point eight. But I was that kid that was like nerdy enough to like get good grades, but cool enough to be like 
operate and like and be popular and stuff. So yeah, yeah that was me. So I think honestly poopy. that's like the best space to operate I think so from. Too, too. Bro. I think sometimes we put too much credence into being like hard or like super tough yeah. in our community. And honestly, bro, don't no other community do that but our community. Yeah, like bro. like we make it so hard to be a black man amongst ourselves that's sometimes. Fact, like man. we don't you don't you could be ambiguous in your energy, man. You could be smart and still be tough. You can cut grass and, and build <laughs> shit with your hands and still work. Like, you don't have to be that's one fact, facet of person. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's I, think that's, I think that's kind of our whole platform, though. We showing that you don't have to be a hooper or a rapper right. to get money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's a lot, like, especially with fashion. It's mm -hmm. We're so influential as far as fashion is concerned, uh, as the world. Yeah. But we ain't gonna get to that. <laughs> you you graduate you graduate high school, go to Howard. Go to Howard, yeah. How did you and Corey already knew each other or y'all nah, met at Howard? We met at Howard, so... It was funny because at Howard, they do this thing called Freshman Week. So, you know, any HBCU, I feel like they do it. You go in, they throw parties for the whole week. And then, shout you know, out to Fort Valley, shout out to FAMU. Shout out all the HBCUs, all especially. The HBCUs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, we, I had, I was throwing parties um, back home in Houston. So, my mom, she was like, a, she had a few jobs. She did IT during the day. And at the IT job on the computer, she would do real estate. And then, at night she would do bottle service so she was like not going, playing no games seven yeah. days a week bro like going crazy yeah. so um doing she when she was doing bottle service she would let me come out to the club with her sometimes so like how old are you i'm bro maybe like i'm in high school like you know 16 <laughs> in like, the club yeah, 15 16 yeah. In, in the in the 21 and up club like just because my mom's super cool so um I started throwing parties and stuff. So I in started, the club? Not nah, like not in the club, but like teen parties. Okay, so. yeah. So your mind. But I mean, I'm there, it, like I'm seeing, seeing it. it. Yeah. So I'm starting throwing teen parties or whatever. So then I go to um I go to Howard and I'm like I need to throw parties out here as well when I go to Howard because I was making a lot of money like 15, 16. We was throwing parties making you know cool three thousand, four thousand like a piece. And Where are you doing? What venues in, are in you? In Houston, like we're doing the teen clubs, like night moves, like random banquet halls, the skating rink. You, like you booking artists too, or are you just like we like did used to book artists. So it was it's funny because like I look at it now as I had mentors back then too. So I had a guy named Victor Elmo and a guy named Smooth DJ Smooth, and um, I would always go to their parties and I was like one day I was like bro I'm tired of paying for these parties I was paying like 15 10 15 here to and get there in? to get in yeah, and then I was like <laughs> I was like bro I was like bro I'm popular like in my city because um I stayed on the opposite side of town so I'm telling them like bro I could bring the whole opposite side of town if y'all start letting me in for free and then yeah. it was like okay cool so they bartering. started yeah bartering, <laughs> bartering Barter system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so then um they they started letting me in for free they've made me a host of the parties or whatever and I kept doing that for a while so I'm getting me in all my boys in for free and we're like we cool with that so then I go home one day and my mom's like Justin you can't keep promoting these parties and not get paid she was like you can't promote anymore if the next party you do if you don't get paid to promote it then you can't promote parties anymore so i was like damn she like, put so, you on a paper restriction yeah. she's like look son you can't keep going out having fun without making yeah, no money goddamn it fact. yeah so, that's so how did she how did she so obviously your mom have a great relationship right but how did she what did she see to even know that you had that influence like was she showing up to the parties how did she know that you were getting these people she probably just knew i was popular like you know, I just had a lot of friends, like, you know, just popular in high school. Probably know. coming home, like, just, man, we, we went crazy last night. Yeah, I brought the whole like, East Like you said, though, my deuce was in the mix, though, because she was doing bottle service. Yeah, so yeah, she was so, like, this nigga think he don't, I don't know. Right, like, you know what I'm saying? She was like, he so, think I don't know. She just knew, probably, like, um, 
I had a lot of followers on Twitter back then, Facebook, like, you know, 5,000 like friends. It's like know. the beginning of that whole era. Yeah, like where everything was just starting. That's all so um, she tells me, yeah, you can't, you know, you can't throw parties no more unless you get paid. So I called my boy, like, smooth. I'm like, hey, bro, I need to get paid. Like, I'm bringing value, this and that. He's like, all right, I'm going to pay you, whatever. So um, I go to the party, and then I'm waiting afterwards to get paid. Everybody getting paid. I'm seeing them like two hundred dollars for you, two hundred dollars for you. Ooh, I right. hated that part of promotion. I'm sitting there just waiting. So then he come. He's like, man, you know, we didn't do too well. We had to like, pay out of security. <laughs> we had to pay out the DJ. We man, had to pay out the look, look crowd. None of the cashiers get they paid. The, the bartenders they give you the. Ooh, I but hated then that he part. Was like, but I got this for you, Justin. He gave me two hundred dollars, and I was like, back then, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I like, made two hundred dollars off. I was cool. I was, bro, yeah. I was young. So I go back to my mom. Um, I walk in I played a little role so I walk in head down just like walking in breathing hard she was like don't tell me you didn't get paid and then I had I had like however many 20s I just threw them in the air and I was like nah I got paid like whatever and then she was like okay good so then from then started to like throw it take it seriously but to circle back to Howard I took that because I was like all right I need to throw parties I'm doing it here I need to do it there as well and that's when I started to but you're not popular Howard no so i wasn't popular but like i just looked i think it was a combination like i had a lot of followers on on twitter because i i got into um growing instagram and twitter accounts like a little early so like follow unfollow and like do all of this random stuff before anybody was thinking about it so i had a good twitter following as well as uh like facebook friends so you know when you go into those schools they have group me's and facebook groups before you get there so they looking at me like Oh, this kid got a big afro, a bunch of followers on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. You're probably going to be popular or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't popular on campus because then you got some kids just like that in the groups where it, they look like they finna be popular, but they really square in real life. So then it's yeah. like, oh, you didn't kind of like pan out like an NBA player or something. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was like, you know, it was cool. worked yeah. out. So it worked out. So um, I didn't I wasn't popular. But this is what I think what set me apart is that. There was a party, and um, Corey was throwing a party with a guy named David Castain, one of like my mentors as well in college. And um, I went to the party, and I didn't try to go in. I sat on the, um, on the curb. On the curb. I yeah. heard it, yeah. I sat on the curb, and then Corey was at the door working the party. So then he's like, bro, what's good? You like you drunk? Like Why are you just sitting on the curb? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm trying to see where who's taking the money, who's throwing the parties, who's popular on campus, this and that. He was like, oh, bro, you... And I skipped the grade, so I was 16, like 16, 17 in college. So he, he's just looking at me like, oh, bro, that's crazy. Like, I never, I, usually niggas is getting drunk, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, uh, nah, I'm trying to, like, see what's up with this. So, money. like, you've so, never liked alcohol. So alcohol is just nah, never Oh, no, nah, I, I did. Like, I used to drink a lot in college. So, so you took you took that, that energy from Houston mm-hmm. and you used, like, social media. I wanted to ask you that. You were early to social media. Yeah. And you kind of used that at Howard, like, a passport. Like, this is... This right. is my MO that's back exactly home. That's exactly what I did. Like, that's what I, and I feel like a lot of people like use it like that, like a highlight reel, but it yeah. was early though, so it worked in your business, yeah. Ackerman. Exactly. And then you turned around and doubled down with the mindset by not just getting wasted, but actually like learning the exactly. game and learning the landscape of the city. That's hard, bro. That's exactly what I did. That's I, hard, bro. I remember telling folks like, when I came down campus, I was like, bro, I threw parties at home. But yeah. I did though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, I just needed to, to transfer because I just wanted to make money. So I'm coming off of doing three, $4,000 a party as yeah. a 15, 16 year old. I'm like, I need to do this at Howard too because it's probably even more money in it as uh, well. So, definitely at Howard, yeah. yeah. And I'm upset because I didn't do that. I literally was still throwing parties at my high school. So like, uh, while I was in college, I was using like my little dudes to uh, throw yeah. parties because we already had the popularity. I didn't ever think about transitioning because it's kind of crazy we got, went down the same path. Yeah, but yeah. 
I was throwing parties and it was like, nah, bro, let's uh, let's do this party back at home. Cause yeah, I already yeah. know everybody, we already cool here. Uh, and I'm sitting here at the school doing the complete opposite way, using the money to go to parties up here, but that was a dope <laughs> transition. Yeah, no, nah, it worked out. So so now you, you're you doing the parties, yeah. you and Corey tight, y'all making bread in college. Right, right, right. Graduate college, you go back to Houston? Go back to Houston. So I graduate and graduation was like a, a difficult time cause I was popular at this time. I didn't grew my following. I'm like 30, 40 K on Instagram, 20, somewhere around there, hundred K on Twitter, like really grew the following. But then I didn't have no job offers. I didn't have no car. I didn't have no place to stay. I didn't know what I was about to do at graduation to the point to where I'm telling my bro, like, what is like, what is the point of all this? Like, I don't get it. Like, there's no point. So, um, then I moved back to Houston and then I applied for like, maybe like 10 20 jobs i don't even remember how many and i ended up getting a job doing digital marketing at this scale company and um scale like yeah like weight scale okay. so i go and i start doing that and that was what happened when i when i graduated so now you're learning digital marketing yeah and i was i was janky with it bro like they had a, um they had a paypal because they wanted me to like buy an instagram for them build it up get them shout out stuff like that so they had a paypal and then i would buy like a course and like learn and teach myself and then but justify it as like i'm learning for to help the business out so pay I was, myself yeah so i'm <laughs> like i buy ty lopez course and whoever else's course and just educate myself but i was using their money to do it did anybody so, get you into that whole course space like what made you say oh these courses who knows i think probably just youtube ads like being on youtube learning but then seeing ads like i don't know i feel like that's probably the way i got exposed so now we fast forward back to how did we get back to Corey? Like how did Corey come back into the Oh vision? yeah. <laughs> so Corey hits me up one day cause he, he's working a job as well. He's working for um, a big company one of the guys who started Facebook. They're doing like this thing called airtime or whatever. And he's traveling, doing stuff for them and I'm working my job. But then I'm like, bro, I just realized I couldn't work for nobody. So six, eight months, I'm getting paid like 4000 4000 a month or whatever, but I'm living with five people in a one bedroom. So yeah. we splitting the rent. So I'm paying like 150 for rent. So I'm pocketing like three thirty five hundred four thousand dollars a month still in the game stacking, right? stacking. St stacking it up so um then Corey hits me one day and then he's like um yo bro you should come down to atlanta i just moved out here i want to take support black colleges seriously like let's get back into it and he was like i know you like learn the digital marketing studying it so i think you can apply that knowledge to this and i was like yeah all right cool but i had just quit my job so i had like my money saved up but i wasn't bringing in no money except for like maybe like six seven hundred dollars a month from like people i was building their instagrams for them but other than that that's when i started jumping into like the the legal nonsense that i was getting yeah. into so i'm telling Corey, i'm like bro i'm making thousand dollars a day like i'm straight you know yeah. what i'm saying and then he was like um he's just like all right bro like whatever so he kept pushing me like maybe every few months or every month or so he'll call me like bro let's do this da 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 and then it came a point to where i was like all right i'm either gonna like go all in with the negative side and i'm gonna just go like, all the way over like, this yeah i'm either you know what I'm saying? i don't know if you know but the name of this episode is actually ten thousand and two cent <laughs> so this kind of that point of where you was at yeah i guess this is the part of that story where yeah. corey get what what was the what was the conversation he had about what made you well i guess it was tell the story but yeah, yeah, yeah what was the conversation on I'm gonna go ahead and go down to it then. Okay, yeah. So something happened in the like 
illegal lifestyle yeah, where it was like it was like either you gonna go two ten, two foot two feet into the game for real or you gonna just go to the opposite side and like just try it out and figure it out so i'm like all right i'm tired of like looking over my back watching and like this and that so let me just try to go to the unknown and just see what happened worst come to worst I can always I can go back, back to this. I'll be straight. It's gonna be so. There. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So then I called Corey. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm I'm about to move down. Like, let's do it. I pack all of my stuff in my like my Nissan, and I drive down to Atlanta. At this point, I had saved up like twenty six thousand dollars from just living in that one bedroom apartment with all of my boys, stacking up my paper, and then I took sixteen thousand and I put it all into Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin, just because mm-hmm. I believed in it. Like, and what, what year was this again? This was twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Like early okay. twenty seventeen. Okay. So if cool. you don't mind asking, how much was Bitcoin right then? Thirty three hundred, thirty five hundred. What made you? Who told you about Bitcoin? Like, Bro, I had knew about it for so long. So there's a few things. So like I had knew about it already because I was like I said I was building Instagrams and buying and selling them, and all of the little like white boys that do it, they like. I'll sell you this this Instagram handle or this Instagram for one Bitcoin or one Ethereum or whatever. They was like way ahead of their time. So I'm like, that's interesting. And I'm like learning about it. And then also on the on the you know other side of things, yeah. like you they they use it too to like They using Bitcoin? Yeah, like to cover themselves. But they just using it on some like I don't want to be traced. Like the dark, you know, that's like dark web. So so I'm like, oh, okay, like this makes sense. But my boy, he was like, he had bought, you know, maybe like 0.5 or 0.1 or whatever. And then he like used it for something, but then forgot about it. And then we came and looked back at his account. It had like tripled or quadrupled or something. He was like, what's going on? So I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. So then I start to actually look into the technology and I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. So I was just like, rash decision bro like man whatever i'm gonna just i'm a buck on something that nobody's really talking about yeah. and pray so what i'm hearing right now is i'm hearing you're a risk taker bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you had one foot in the streets <laughs> and then you were comfortable in the street lightweight but you weren't and you had to take a risk to go to the unknown mm-hmm. unknown like you mentioned you know what i'm right, saying right, right. then also the same with bitcoin bro it was like you know what why not Fuck yeah, it. yeah that's that's what people have to do man they got to take risks man yeah but i just believed in the technology you yeah know? i was just like you know what whatever i got not even if I put sixteen thousand, I still got my ten thousand saved up or whatever. Yeah. And I just figured I was like, bro, I think it's gonna go up. Like I think it, I can see it being fifty thousand a coin and a hundred thousand a coin, whatever. So I'm yeah. very early. So, so yeah, that was a heck of a risk right there. Yeah. So you would you say what is your risk appetite? Would you say would you have a high tolerance for risk, a medium tolerance? Like what is your risk appetite? Honestly, bro, bro I'm like in between medium and high, yeah. depending on how comfortable I am with uh-huh. the situation. But yeah. like, oh, no, te- like in the tech space, in the tech space, in marketing, like you're like you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fashion, how do you feel in fashion? Probably medium, bro. Medium? To be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, to cool. Honest, yeah. So, Corey hits you up. You got your money already set to the side. Right. You come to Atlanta. Um, yeah. So, Corey gives you out like an ultimatum or like a, a, a partnership? Nah, he's doing his own thing. So, I, mind you, Corey is like looking at me like I'm a completely different person because I come down to Atlanta. He remembers me. Justin drinking from Thursday to Saturday, turn up, host the party on the mic, get the thousands of people out, popular, this and that. I come down to Atlanta. I'm like, hey, what's good, bro? Like, just on some chill. I go in my room and I don't really talk to him for like 30 days straight. And that's just because I'm like <laughs> literally locked in on what I got going on. Because mind you, I just invested all of my bread down there and I have a little bit saved up. Well, I, I know the story, but I don't think we said it. But yeah. you gave him 10 bands. Right. So that didn't happen immediately once i came down i didn't want to jump into his 
thing like that because it just didn't feel right yeah, i didn't want to come out. down and be like hey bro what's up like you yeah. know let's let's do it i was just like yeah. let me come out here get my own money stack yeah. up my own little income and then 30 days after i came down there he was like yo bro i don't think i can handle this by myself like let's really do this or whatever so i got more so invited rather than coming down and just being like hey bro i just risked it all like what we on like yeah. i just it didn't yeah, feel right you. to me so oh okay so yeah. you, you you took once again, another risk. Another risk. <laughs> yeah, you bet on yourself a lot, though, man. I think that's another story yeah, that people man. might be missing out on, man. You have partners that you trust, but you bet on yourself first. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. That's hard, man. So then, like you said, Corey then offered, because he ran a Shade Room ad one day. And um, on a Shade Room ad, he spent like $3,000 or whatever. Was like, no, you good. I'm okay. sorry. Good. So on a Shade Room ad, he spent like, I think it was like 1500 maybe 3000 And then it did like maybe like 20 30k in like a day or two and then we had i mean at that point it's just all him doing it so then he gets mad orders at once and he's like bro i can't do this alone and then he was like come he got that much in money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that much in sales you like know? that day and he's yeah like, he's like yeah he was hold like, bro, on bro i need yeah. help he was like bro <laughs> he was like bro i need help with this like this do it and he was that's when he said hey i got twenty thousand dollars in inventory if you want to be a 50 50 partner just send me 10k and then we Another risk. Right. Another so risk. Yeah. now you're taking this $10,000 risk. Yeah, you're down yeah. in Atlanta. You only really know Corey? Yeah. That's the only person I know. So we down in Atlanta. What is this? 2000? What? This like, is 18. 2018? Yeah, 18. Hold on, bro. This is two years ago. Yeah, like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, I've been seeing support by a thousand. So, so now we now we here at Corey got the 10 band. You got Corey got the 10 band. Yeah, bands. I sent them 10K immediately when I sent them because mind you, I had 26K, 16K it's invested. Over but I'm I'm like, don't touch that. Let it sit. I haven't touched that investment since I made it. So it's just sitting there. <laughs> and hard. then I'm like, okay, so the 10K that I got, that's all I got. And I'm it's kind of like a stock portfolio. Hey, just leave it over there. Don't touch it. And then and the 10K, runs. I'm like, all right. Let's invest it. And then I invested that with Corey. And then I had $10,000 and two pennies in my bank account. So immediately once I sent him that 10K, I had two pennies left and that was it. So he didn't that's know. That's a funny. That's a How did it feel looking stuff. at that like after the transaction? Bro, I, I just remember. I took a screenshot of it. Yeah. I remember telling myself too, though. I was like, once I sent that over and I seen the two pennies, I said, this is my current situation, but it's not my final destination. Fake. So I'm like, okay. It's all good. It's yeah. just it's, this is not who I am. I remember sitting in my Nissan too, like sitting in the car and being like, "Bro, I'm sitting in a Nissan, but that's not who I am on the inside." Not uh, mind you, there's nothing wrong with a Nissan because yeah. it got me from point A to point B as well to allow me to have a vehicle to make these investments. Yeah, and do stuff. whatever you need to so do. So by no means am I saying that that's no, not. I understand good, what you're I'm saying. Like, so you got know. a bug outside, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, bro. So, so now we. We ten thousand in, mm-hmm. and Corey, we we working on it. Does do you jump straight on the marketing side? Are yeah. you um are you worried about clothing? Clothing isn't isn't your space, so no. you're it, just like it's like you send you send two, ten thousand over, and then yeah. what? You like go straight to the computer, or you go to like like pick up merch? Like what is the next step? Like I what do you do? I think what I did, we started packing orders because yeah. we had that shade room. You know, shade room thing did a lot of orders, so we started packing up a bunch of orders, uh-huh. and then from there. It was more so like I understand digital marketing because I have bought so many courses and this is important too. I bought so many courses, but I implemented the knowledge, but I didn't do well with it. But I didn't understand that there's like a bridge to get to, let's say, your final destination of money. And each piece has, you know, its own skill set. So I learned Facebook ads and then I learned 
social media marketing, but I didn't have the rest that I needed to get to this section. But people take one course and then be like, oh, it didn't work. Courses don't work. And they don't understand that they need to keep acquiring skills to build the full bridge to get them to their destination. So I realized that I had all of these different skills, but the things that I was missing was like a good product or a good brand story or, you know, just things like that, that Corey brought to the table once we had this brand, you know, the brand. Yeah, so merged, I, yeah. I brought my Facebook ads and management and skill, all that the skill other set, things you had. And been. then he brought the, the story and the brand and the other things that I felt like I was missing. So then I just instantly, so we started packing orders and then I started doing the marketing. So like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube, Google, it, it's, uh, paid influencers, like all of that stuff. So how important, I, I have this whole theory, uh, shout out to my boy Todd in the building. Um, I have a whole theory about, like, we don't have to do it alone. I feel like the story is so much, even Risk Appetite with me and Reed, everybody always says like, well, I feel like in our culture, do it on your own. If you don't get it out of the mud by yourself, you're never gonna have it, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. You and Corey working together, mm -hmm. like you understand like, oh, this is his space, this is my space, we right. put it together, we can work. Yeah. like. How do you feel like that helped you out as far as like having a partner? Yeah, I mean, you know, we just see things from two totally different sides. And but when we come together, it works out. So I think that um, we balance each other out, you know, and I think that a lot of people also say, especially in our culture, they say things like don't do business with family. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, we need to only do business with family yeah. to build our, you know, family. our nest egg and our family. <laughs> yeah. So. Our first employee, Corey's blood sister. Corey's mom now does the nonprofit side for us. My two best friends that I call brothers, they work for me. So I'm like, bro, we gotta get away from that because this is not true. Like we need to be building our family rather than Separate. feeding into these things that we, we, we take as, you know, that we're programmed. Yeah, these are all family members right here, man. These are people. Yeah, this is a family environment, man. Yeah, me and him met through his sister. Like that's my best friend. Oh, and then yeah. me and him met through another one of my best friends who I went to actually for Valley. We worked together. Me and him right. went to school together. Right. Me and his, like, we was cool. I was cool with his wife. Like, it's just, and it's cool to just be yeah, on bro. a, on a different place and know that we can do this. Yeah, bro. So, now we here. It's not. This is a. This is a crazy story because this happened in two years. Yeah, yeah. Like we just got from you throwing parties to right. getting home, coming back. Right. Now we are here support black colleges. In the past year and a half, so how, what was the what was the what was the breaking point? Like where did. <sighs> really just really understanding paid ads influencer marketing content creation like that was the but the big moments were like the big influencers chris paul tiana taylor like those were the big moments that kind of like separated us from you know or just like exploded things so, so that's like go ahead i was gonna say like so have you ever felt defeated by any of the steps in the process like what was the most defeating step or moment in the process there's so many things bro because um you know, bad manufacturers, you spend 10K, they run off on you. Mm. I don't even, I didn't even tell, I was going to tell y'all earlier when we were talking. <laughs> Hold on, you gave, you said you gave somebody 10K and they just. Yeah, 10K, they ran off. Um, bro, and then a lot of, bro, I don't even talk about this. I just started to get comfortable with like sharing this, but because um, I was going to. Exclusive. Share, uh, right, I was going to share with y'all earlier because we were talking about real estate. But when I first came down, the first year that I was here, I saved up probably about like forty-eight, fifty thousand dollars, and I was so dead serious about real estate. I got introduced to this uh, this guy through a mutual friend that was like flipping houses and whatnot. And then, bro, I ended up like supposed to be going in on deals with him. So 
Um, we going in the houses, viewing them, looking at them and whatnot. Bro, we, we were supposed to go in on like two or three deals. I send them like 48,000, 50,000. Bro, he ended up scam, ran off. Wow. Then like, that was- that We'll was, talk I, about him after camera. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later, but think about it, bro. I'm going from negative lifestyle, switching to the positive, going down here, taking everything I got, investing all my money in Bitcoin and then with Corey, saving up money from going through all of this, then losing everything that I just had and then having to go back into sport by colleges and grow it within, you know, the last year and a half, two years. So, okay. So I did not hear that. I didn't know that part. Yeah, of the I guess nobody I, I knew share, that part. I rarely share that. So, so you lose 48 bands. Yep. How do you not just say bump this? Yeah, how do you stay I'm motivated? I'm headed back to crib. <laughs> yeah, how do you stay motivated? Well, I guess that. you got money invested in Corey too though. So Yeah, I mean, I don't know, bro. I think that that's just entrepreneurship in general. Like when you were like for real entrepreneur, like resilience, being willing to just take all the L's that come and just keep moving forward. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I just, I got, I don't lost $400 before. I, I don't know. How, <laughs> I lost $400 before just like on some nuts. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So 48 bands, yeah, bro. that's a whole, that was a whole other risk. So you say, I'm gonna take this $10,000 risk. So let me take this 50 band. I'm gonna yeah. say 50,000. Yeah, it was 50. We, we're taking $50,000 risk. Yeah, it don't bro. work out. So now support back colleges ain't got no choice but to work. Yeah. So you, you so you just, it was at that moment where you stepped away from real estate? Mm, I guess so because then support by colleges started doing well and I just kind of like put all my attention on it. So support by colleges is growing now. Yeah. You just lost 48. Yeah. So we like what 58 in the hole. Bro, bad. So, <laughs> so you flashing back you down like god damn man. Yeah, so <laughs> but I didn't think about it like that because excuse me like I was talking about earlier with the just abundance mindset I was just like I you know I always flip things to like how it can serve me in a better yeah. way. So I'm just like, oh, okay, I was trying to do things too fast and yeah. I got taken advantage of. Is you didn't what know it the is. market well enough. I didn't. I just I was like, yeah. okay, is what it is. But I know that I'm a good person and I know that the universe that I operate in, if I focus my attentions on, I know that this money will come back and come back in tenfold. If I don't focus and give emotional energy to the yeah. negative, then yeah. I'll be fine. And then yeah. that, after that decision, I'd never thought about it Can again. Can you say that for me one more time? Because I feel like that's where I'm at right now. And my, and my place is yeah. not taking the emotions on it. I'm going to be 100 about it, bro. Yeah. Yesterday, I had my first deal supposed to come through. <laughs> I just knew that check was coming through. Yeah. I was on this big thing about like I'm not gonna tell nobody, I ain't gonna tell nobody, we're gonna mm -hmm. let it ride. I told a couple of my homies, like bro, everybody know I quit my job two months ago. Right, right. right. Like I bet I bet all in on right. this gonna work. Yeah. This gonna work. I got nugget, my clothing line noise, we yeah, dress yeah, a lot. Yeah. We're gonna put the money behind it once we go. And it was like, dang, it didn't happen. Right. And I feel like I felt like I said it out loud and it didn't bother me, but emotionally I feel like it showed. Yeah. But then I had I thought about today. Like today was really like my relief. Yeah. Like, Justin, somebody who I I feel like I thought about is uh -huh. coming to do a, our podcast with us. Like getting that energy is just yeah, yeah. let the universe take that. So how how do you keep emotion out of it? Like what is that process? Bro, emo so I learned a lot of that from a guy named Joe Dispenza, and he has a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So breaking the habit, breaking the habit of being yourself, and that's where I learned like because I talked about this on an interview before, but like. You know, the things that you think about show or the things that you think about 
control your emotions so the way that that situation happened to you you thought about it and you got mad right yeah. so then you got mad and then the emotion that you had made you act a certain way you got mad and you started acting like oh bro i'm just out of here like nah, whatever then the way that you act to other people showcases your personality so they're like oh he's a mad type of guy whenever they meet you you know what i'm saying so then after you showcase your personality personality is just short for your personal reality so that is the reality Bar. the, the reality <laughs> <laughs> the reality of who you are is your personality. So then, you know, I had to look at that and be like, wow, I really need to take control of my thoughts and my emotions because they really control everything else. Yeah. So now there's two lessons to be learned here. One is you never count money until it's in the bank. That's one. You know Ooh, do not. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Do not count money. Don't count your chickens before your eggs hatch. Right. <laughs> and then two it's very important to just learn to control your thoughts because they control everything else. So, so you're really big on like the universe and putting it back into the that. universal laws, just meditation, all of those things. So, so you read a lot, obviously, yeah. because you do courses. Uh, how, as far as learning, do you think you learn better from reading or from like audio books or mm -hmm. uh, what I say, YouTube? Or yeah, like, uh, like, yeah, I think reading. I'm, I'm more of a reader, and then also. Uh, I learned from like execution too, just doing stuff and seeing what the happens. Process. Yeah, but I'm not really good with audio books for some reason. But I can watch YouTube videos and I can read actual book and then I can go do something and see yeah, what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. those are my things. Risks you like to take risks. <laughs> Obviously, like you're you're definitely a part of this situation as far as yourself. So we get to Corey, things start turning around. Once things start turning around, how do you keep the momentum going? Like, okay, we winning now, real estate. Put yeah. this on the back burner for right now. Yeah, just put it on the back. I just kept going into sport bicologists. And now we're now we're teaching. Uh, right. Uh, I appreciate you for uh, inviting me out with the mentees and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to meet those people and to be in a place right. where everybody was kind of in that same collective mm -hmm. thing and they can actually have a personal relationship with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're really giving them that real game. Yeah. I think that was really dope. And I think he was saying, like, your course has, like, what, like so many videos, videos. 200 videos. Yeah. And I feel like... This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't really, I'm not going to just say I've just taken any course or anything, but I feel like sometimes there's fluff. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like they don't really, they tell you they, like even in the wholesale space, a lot of these people are saying, oh, all you got to do is do this and this, right. and you're going to get $40,000 right, commission. Right, right, right. <laughs> when I know I text a thousand people a day. Right. And I feel like even what you said, when I went to y'all class, y'all actually teaching people the actual mm -hmm. skills. Right, like, right. There's 12 apps on Shopify. That I didn't even know I was about using. Like, right, I didn't yeah. even know about. I'm thinking, oh, let me design my. <laughs> that's just the most beautiful thing in the world. I'm going to design it, post it on Instagram. I'm going to make $100,000. Right. It don't work like right, that. Right, right, right. So what gave you the skill to say, let me start teaching people? Um, teaching people just came after having some type of success. And then I think that that's like. I think that it's important to learn from people that are actually doing something. So that's why I have like this debate with college is like you go to business, you know, school for business, but you're learning from someone that doesn't own a business. They're just so teaching. They're just teaching theory, theory. and yeah. philosophy. Uh -huh. So yeah. I'm just like, nah, I'd rather like go through it myself, learn things and actually make some money and implement it and then reach back to, you know, teach people. But I wasn't big into the teaching space in general because I thought that. Um, it felt weird to sell to people. I didn't want to like be one of those guys like, hey, why don't you come into my... You like, didn't want to look like a scam. I didn't, like, didn't want to be that type of person. Yeah. So I kind of just like chilled and did my own thing and just yeah. made my money or whatever. And then um, I remember I sat down with my boy Neo, uh, Nehemiah Davis, and he was like, 
We sat down with him. Yeah. What do you mean? What, what, was, what was that seat? <laughs> I sat down with Nehemiah Davis. That's, another, that's an interesting story, too. So, Support Black College is doing well. A guy, I stopped running the ads. I give it over to a guy named Leon. Leon's running our ads now, and he does a lot of people's ads. Like, um, David Shan. Yeah. David Shan talked about him before. Yeah, so he does, like, David Shans and Body Envy, Halani, and, like, yeah. a bunch of other people in the space. So, he's like, bro... Um, Jason and Helani are about to pay $15,000 for, you know, someone to come sit down, look at their Shopify site, whatever. He's like, man, I really don't think it's worth it. Do you mind, like, going to pull up on them? And I'm like, all right, cool. So I go pull up on them. We introduce each other through text message or whatever. And then I'm like, where are you at? He's like, I'm at the, the loft. Like, I'm like, I'm about to pull up and give you the sauce so you don't got to spend 15 k And then he was like, okay, cool. So I pull up. And I sit down with them for like three hours and just like iron out the kinks and give them all the game. And then that year they ended up doing a million dollars in sales. Mind you, you know, Halani's an outstanding entrepreneur. She's an influencer. So she was going to do well no matter what. But I try, I subsided a bunch of that risk, I feel like, for them. And then from that, Jason was like, oh, you're a good dude. You need to come to the masterminds that we do every Friday at Top Golf, wherever we do dinner. Yeah. And come start going. That's when I sat down with Neo. That's hard, bro. So now you now you cool with Neo. Yeah. Neo puts you in a space where because because of what the risk you've already taken, now mm. this is this, you're receiving yeah. a reward just because you're in the room. Did was Nehemiah that was he already who he was? Like Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He he was already doing his thing. So that day when I went to Top Golf, um, it was Neo, him five hundred, um, Jason, Mr. Two Weeks Out. Uh, my boy Gooch, that's in the healthcare space. A few people, a little Tracy uh, Spurgo, okay. and um, that was all everybody that was there. And then Neo was asking me, he's like, you know, how much money did you make this month? And I was like, six hundred fifty thousand. And then he was just like, um, he was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> nah, bro, you're not, just gonna, you're not. You can't say stuff like that and just like skip over. You can't like we can't just. No, say we that. made a, we made a little lunch money right yeah, quick, yeah, but anyway, yeah. whatever. Like I, like I was saying, not six hundred fifty dollars, not six not sixty five hundred, six hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, that month we had made six fifty. How do you comfortably say that to somebody just on like a? I don't. know, It's interesting because like I be feeling like it's not a lot, you know, because we got you know the bigger goals that we got in the future yeah. and whatnot. So I'm just like, okay, cool. So he asked you that. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Let me let me add like okay. Right. Six hundred fifty thousand. We made six hundred fifty thousand. Little lunch money. Little lunch money, man. You know what I'm saying? I think I lost that downstairs. I was looking for it. Six hundred fifty thousand somewhere downstairs. Right. Somewhere downstairs. So I got yeah. a little six fifty. We yeah. moved past the six fifty. So then he's like, um, he's like, okay, cool. Like he just straight like that. He's like, oh, okay, cool. He was like, um, do you like teach or whatever? And I was like, nah. And then he was like, well, you know, you could make. Six hundred fifty thousand teaching people that the things that you do, but you acting like you too rich or you too cool. And I was like, ah, uh, he kind of yeah. hit me with one of those. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then he was like, also, and then it hit me in my head too, where I was like, wow, I'm really doing a disservice to the community because I'm hoarding the information. And Keep your sauce to yourself. Yeah. So I was like, wow, like let me start showing people, giving away information and helping yeah. them out or whatever. So I, that's when Clubhouse started jumping. So I'm on Clubhouse 12, 14 hours a day, giving away free games, just helping folks, yeah. whatever. Um, building my you know personal brand and community. And then- um, Is that I, how you met Donna? Is that her name? Deanna? Deanna, yeah. That's I how you met Deanna at the yeah, Clubhouse? Yeah, I met her Clubhouse. Yeah. But um, the, at the Mastermind, Neil was like, you need to write an ebook. And I was like, whatever. And then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna challenge you. you got, seven days to write an ebook on everything you know about 
uh, e-commerce. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I did, you know, support black colleges from 9 o'clock to 9 p.m. And then at 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., I wrote down everything I knew about e-commerce. And I did that for like 14 days. And then I hit him back on the 14th day. I was like, hey, bro, I wrote everything down. Now what? And then he was like, oh, wow. I didn't know you was going to be like an executor like that. Let yeah. me actually like help you out, walk you through or whatever. So then... um I built the website, got the you know got everything, and then launched it. So and ultimately, it was, you put your thoughts down, and then he was like, "Oh shit!" Like you really did it. Then you structured it like a book. Yeah. Because I wanted to ask you, I saw on your Instagram it says digital author, and you're so multifaceted. I'm like, what is this guy? But yeah. I was, we got into it. The digital author is the yeah. book and, and the e-commerce. That's, that's yeah. The on. What type of teacher would you consider yourself? Are you a hoodie? Like you know, what oh, saying, yeah. or is it like a tie with it? Like, what nah, are you, how bro. you giving it up? This is exactly how I am. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My boy made a joke about you being at the all white, all white party with, a hoodie. with jeans on. Like, <laughs> you the only one in the all white party bro, with jeans look, on. David Shans walked up to me, and the first thing I said to him, I said, "There was zero percent chance I was wearing white pants at all." And then he was like, "Man, as long as you're here, bro, that's all that matters." Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to um, I just want to say appreciate it, bro. Um. You had the the event last time, and you like introduced me and just like put me in the space. But uh, yeah. since we met each other, and like to meet David Shannon to be in that podcast yeah. space, it's really dope. You know what I'm saying? To even know that. How did that relationship come about? How did you even? He just hit me up through DM one day randomly. It was like, "Yo, you want to do the podcast?" And I was like, "Whatever." So, so you're not that. So it's just like people talk. You talking to people? You just out here talking to people? But this was early. Like I was. I don't even know what episode we were, but. He he was like early in the game to the point to where I never told David this where he reached out and I was like, nah, like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, whatever. But I was just like, you know, it'll it helps. My nowadays I'm like, if it helps more than it hurts, then why why say no? So I was just like, you know, it'll probably help somebody. I can teach somebody, get some content out of it. David seems like a cool guy. You know, let's do it. I don't know if you can smell that food in the room. I know I can smell it. We got a uh, we got a uh, situation. A situation, a situation working over there. Uh, Shout out to Shamari the bar, man. Shemari he over there getting us together, man. He plating us up right now, man. Right. Look like Shamar coming out with the plates. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the plates. All right, so before we, you know, conclude or get into that uh that first bite, we're gonna definitely get into the first bite. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So uh the first bite is basically what do you feel like was that real first bite of success? Um, probably when I moved down to Atlanta for those first 30 days, because I went from six hundred dollars a month to like really taking the instagram growth seriously and went from 600 a month to like 5k a month like real quick like 30 days yeah this is only did it years. like did it spook yeah. you like when you first started making money did it spook you nah because i already i had already been making money yeah in college we was making 10 15k a month just off parties yeah so but i didn't want to be the party guy when i graduated oh yes sir hey, yes sir yes sir <laughs> thank you bro you didn't want to be the party guy. When I didn't graduated. want to be the party guy when I graduated. I wanted to do something more, so I was just like, "Let me, you know, stop doing parties and then focus all in on something else." All right, before we go, before we go uh, any further, Shamar, uh, first off, introduce yourself, give me your Instagram, telling everybody what's going on. How y'all doing? All right, you got Shamar at the bar. Um, so today, what I, what I want to present for you guys, um, I did something special. Um, is zucchini uh, spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, I made like more like a, a shrimp scampi. Um, topped with enoki, um, crispy enoki uh, mushroom, and of course some garlic knots. You of know, course, to go of course, some garlic knots. <laughs> <that. laughs> something to go with that. Uh, so you guys enjoy. Yeah, man, that, that's what bro. Risk Appetite is about, man. Not only just uh, giving you the information to help you grow, but also expanding your palate, man. That's what we want to do. We want to expand your palate and just get you out there and experiencing new things, man. I like that. And not just the normal, oh, we're going to have shrimp and grits. Right. We're gonna have, we heard you like spaghetti, so right. I was like, I sent it to my guy, like, hey, bro, let's see what we can do with some right. spaghetti. And then 
he was tripped out. He was like, bro, I ain't doing no zucchini spaghetti. He thought it was like a, <laughs> he thought it was like zucchini and spaghetti together. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a pasta salad. I don't yeah. really do the pasta salads like with the Italian uh, dressing yeah. and the tomatoes. That's just you know, I'm a carnivore and stuff. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> so as far as food, um, we, we're gonna get into the bite. We're gonna let you taste it and everything. But um, that game that you want to give away. That whole lesson that you think you could teach, or you think you you gave them today, what do you think was that one thing that they can take away from today? Just bet on yourself, you know. Like that was the biggest thing. Uh, now that I'm looking back and like actually analyzing the risk tolerance that I had, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I bet on myself countless times, but yeah. I didn't even think about it. Like, well, I'm glad we could provide you that trip now, memory lane, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, let's get into this because he's getting to this first bite. He, he, he definitely likes to know what we actually think about it. Okay. Let's see what this thing. Yeah, he got, it like. looked like he got some type of oh, uh, what is it? A mixology concoction you working on over there? We got a little uh, cocktail we working on over there too, man. So let's see what it is. That's my favorite part of the show. I'm not going to lie to you. I love learning. I love eating new foods, man. Let's see what we're working with. Mm. I got a big bite. Hold on. That's crazy, bro. Boy, you did something good over there, boy. Boy, I'm proud of you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm proud of you, my boy. (laughs) He did it again. Uh He did it again. Shout out to Samar the Bar. Bro. We're going to... I think we're gonna cut these cameras. We're gonna enjoy some of this food. Hold on, we gonna, we got we gotta give our shout outs first though. We gotta give our drops. We gotta give our drops. Oh no, certainly. Sh- sh- you wanna shout out anybody? You wanna shout out um of course SBC. Oh yeah. Um shout out my boy Corey, Sport by College is my partner. Shout out my mom. She's the closest thing to perfect I've ever seen. Um shout out my dad, all the team, you know. All the students, mentees, man, and y'all for yeah. bringing me on. Bro. Man, I appreciate I, you, man, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, shout out to uh, Nugget, No Ugly Girls Allowed, uh, Property Prayer Realty. Um, shout out to CD Game Works. Uh, that's our engineer over there. Um, shout out to everybody, man. Uh, give it to him, man. Uh, first and foremost, I got to plug it again, man. September the 18th. Uh, I Model Beauty Bar will be opening on Magnum Street, man. Shouts out to my love, man. She did her thing, man. Y'all come out and support us. I wanted to extend you an invite in particular, sure. and I'll give you the information. Okay, so. But um, also, man, don't forget to follow her on Instagram at Official I Model Beauty Bar. Excuse me, Official I Model Hair and I Model Beauty Bar. Um, and myself at OFCL Reed. Uh, shouts out to Smart Essentials, man. Oh, I didn't shout my Instagram. Man. Follow me at All Star Dutch. Follow the uh, clothing line at Nugget. No Ugly Girls Allowed. Uh, fashion show coming up soon, the Black Runway Experience. Black Runway. Yeah. Let's go crazy, man. Appreciate it for your time, bro. I appreciate it. Let's get into this food. I want you to really enjoy this. Mm. We said we're going to put this at the end so you can actually get into (laughs) it. Uh So that way, we ain't sitting here chewing, man. We out, man. We appreciate it. Risk Appetite. Risk Appetite, man. Salud. Bachelor